0: Thank you Lord We praise you You're worthy, worthy of praise Worthy of praise While you're standing uh, One verse of scripture This will actually I'm going to go ahead and read all three of these so Three verses of scripture Acts 1 and 8 uh, Acts 1 and 8 But you shall receive power After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Power. Ephesians 3 and 20. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding, abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power. That worketh in us. Power that worketh. Galatians 5 and 6. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. So today for a few moments, just want to v- revisit something. I know we've taught lessons on these things before, but We're going to talk about the power of love today, the power of love. Let's pray together for the lesson this morning. Lord, we love you and honor you. We praise you today. We thank you for, Lord, just the word of God that fills us and feeds us and helps us live. God, let us hear what the Spirit would say this morning. Let it make us better, change us, get us ready to meet you when you come. Make us better for the kingdom. In Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise before you're seated. What a great God. What a great God. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated and God bless you abundantly. Thankful for our visitors that we have with us this morning. And just glad to see everyone in the house of the Lord. The power of love. Long before Huey Lewis sang it or before you went back to the future uh, the Lord was uh, letting us know there's power in love in acts one and eight we we quote this often it's uh, very uh, foundational to our belief system because we believe that you do receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you we believe in people being filled with the Holy Ghost and and it's more than just uh, something to uh, excite us and cause us to speak in a language that we don't know and nobody else knows. It's, uh, it's more than chill bumps and things like that. It's, uh, all that, that comes with the Holy Ghost is great. We, we love the gifts of the Spirit. We love the, the fact that the fruit of the Spirit can be evident in our life because we've received this. We know that it's the Spirit of Adoption. Brings us into the body. The Bible says without the spirit of Christ, we're none of his. So we're thankful for the Holy Ghost that lives inside of us. But uh, this opening line says you shall receive power. And that power, the word there that we also saw in Ephesians 3 and 20, because we quote this a lot too, because we, we love and believe in miracles. And we believe that nothing is impossible. And we believe that God will always do more than we Ask or think and so, but it's according to the power that worketh in us. Uh, Jesus said of himself that he had all power in heaven and earth. It was given to him. And yet there were times as he walked when all power in heaven and earth was walking this planet in flesh. There were places that he went where he could not do many mighty works. He couldn't do exceedingly abundantly above what they asked or thought because they would not believe in him. And so we know that even though uh, that God can do anything, God just doesn't do anything. He can do anything, but he doesn't just do anything. Often what he does is predicated on us, on our obedience to him, on our uh, belief in him, our faith that we have in him. So according to the power that worketh in us, the word uh, in Acts 1 and 8 and in, and in Ephesians both words, power. There, the word is dunamis. The word translates to explosive, miracle power. Well, we love that. We love for services to blow up. We love for prayer meeting to blow up. We love explosive power. But, Amen. but you know, even explosive power is no good without change. Amen. Have you ever watched these fail videos of? When they're going to drop a building and they're off in the distance and they're countdown, down and all of a sudden it's boom, 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 and nothing happens. All that TNT went off, all those charges went off, and nothing changed. It didn't work. Something wasn't right. And so uh, it's not enough for us to just have exciting services where people are running. I love it. People are rolling. Love that. People falling out, you know, just miracles, signs, wonders, people getting blessed, lives getting changed, people uh, repenting, praying, crying, seeking God. You know, but if nothing changes in us, no, sir, that's not uh, simply what we're after. Uh, we, we need the Holy Ghost. We must have the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, as a body without the spirit is dead. Well, I believe that the body of Christ is Similarly, we're we're dead without the Spirit. We need the Spirit of God. But the thing about this is when that Spirit comes, uh, we receive power. Something comes with that. You get more than just an unknown tongue. You do. There's something else that comes with that. And oftentimes uh, for us, because that is so miraculous, I think people think that's enough. I mean, I mean, really, you, when you think about uh, they, they, in the, when they were first filled with the Holy Ghost, they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave utterance. So we know that it's God speaking like that and speaking through us. And man, that's tremendous in itself. But if God just only intended for us to speak in tongues and nothing else happened, just for us to gather together and speak in unknown tongues and nobody's changed, nobody's better, nobody's healed, nobody's delivered, that's, that's not the only, that's the sign of the infilling of the Holy Ghost. But in the scripture, when you read it, you, in, in the book of Acts, uh, you know, everywhere that they were filled, there were uh, comments made where you know that they were speaking in other tongues or either they saw something, one man, he wanted to purchase it because he saw uh, what happened when they received the Holy Ghost. And so they, there's always there's plenty of evidence that lets us know that when people are filled with the Spirit, not when they feel it, but when they are filled with it, that they will speak with other tongues. And that's great. But that ain't all of it. Yeah. And that ain't it. That's not the, the summation of the Holy Ghost. That's not uh, the, the end all of it. Man, it's awesome. And, that, and people pray for that. Lord, fill me. and, they, and they, But boy, after that. There's some things that uh, we get if we will continue to live in that spirit and walk in that spirit. There are things that we're going to experience as a body. And uh, the body is going to be severely handicapped unless we learn how to unleash that power that God has given us. The power is falling, it is the last day. And the Lord said it, it wasn't just for that day a little over 2,000 years ago, but it's it for today. We, uh, it's no uh, you know, unknown thing about what's going on at, at, on college campuses and at Asbury and different things where God is pouring out his spirit. And people who don't have any uh, apostolic background are just seeking God and believing God and the Holy Ghost is falling on them and people who never heard or knew about speaking in tongues are being filled and they're speaking with other tongues and and man pour it out on every place in every church everywhere just pour it out I, I wish that every Methodist, Baptist, Catholic Presbyterians Muslims I don't care what they are just I would love for people to just start seeking God saying this is written it's in there and it begins to pour out on them. But friend, after they get that, that power, uh, something's got to happen. Wouldn't it be a shame because it, wherever it happened that uh, a great revival like that would happen and a great outpouring like that would happen, but it not lead to nothing. That it was all about, uh, you know, it's just like a memory in a photo book. That, you know, yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, I spoke in tongues. And wow, it was awesome, but... But did it change you? Did you realize what you got? Did you realize that you got explosive, miracle power? That's great. But it's also the inherent ability of a person, thing, or creature. If you were to get uh, the dunamis of a cheetah, you'd be fast. I've seen some people in the Olympics look like they got the dunamis of a cheetah. They can fly. You know, it, it looks like some of them, you know, the people today, man, they, they want to be superheroes, and, man, they do incredible stuff. I've seen people just that can jump. About six, you know, in vertical leap, man, they, they jump. Their feet's like up here. It's like they're, so I don't know what dunamis they got, but, they, but man, it's, you know, but when we get the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, and we receive that dunamis, we uh, receive the inherent ability of a person, thing, or creature or God. It doesn't make us God. And it doesn't make us the Savior. It doesn't make us uh, Christ. But it gives a little insight into what Jesus was saying in John 14 and 12. Because he was telling his disciples, I'm going away so that the Holy Ghost can come. And he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that he that believes on me, the works that I do shall he do also. How can I do what he's done if I don't have his ability? If I don't have that, in, uh, that inherited ability. And he says, and greater works than these shall he do because I go to my father. And he, and he goes on to say, as you read through John 14, of course, he's going to send, in verse 16, the comforter is going to come and the Holy Ghost will come in my name. So we know that uh, the spirit is coming because he's going away. But he says, when you receive that spirit power, not just uh, the explosive power, uh, miracle working power, but the inherent ability of your father. You're going to have power to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You're going to have power to, to uh, cast out uh, evil spirits and things like that he said you, in my name you would do those things and he said and you will speak with new tongues that's going to be part of it but that's not all of it and we saw that acting over and over again in the book of Acts just grabbing people by the hand in the name of Jesus Christ rise up and walk and they're, they're, they're doing things like that and, and dead people were coming back to life and just miracles signs and wonders happening through the church but even that great power can be quenched. Even that ability can be quenched because, again, when it walked this planet, there were places that he went that he could not do what he wanted to do. There were some things that, I mean, Well, now, like I said, again, he can do anything. He just won't. He's not going to because uh, faith, Uh, that people have to have faith in him and believe in him and trust in him. And he's not just going to do things just because he can. There's a power that comes on us that that works in us. And and so when we get this explosive miracle power, it's not just a big explosion. We've got an ability now. Why would Paul say, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me? It doesn't mean... You know, when he says that he's not being silly, and I can I, say so I can do all things through Christ, that doesn't mean I can go out there and pick your car up over my head, because that's ridiculous. It, it doesn't mean that I can make money out of thin air or you know some kind of ridiculous thing. But but the things that pertain to the kingdom I can do, the things that pertain to this life I can do, the things that uh, God has called me to I can do, and that's what Paul's saying is that I, I've got a course to run. I, I've got uh, faith to hold on to. I've got some things to get done in this life for the Lord so I can hear him say well done. Listen, our whole goal has got to be understanding that we've got to hear him say well done, good and faithful servant. And to get there, it's going to take that spirit because if the same spirit that raised Jesus up dwell in us. So we know we need that uh, but to get things done in this life, to to get through my trials and tests, to be a witness to to other people that the Lord can change lives. I need the Holy Ghost for that. I need that Spirit of God. And so there is power, great power, but it can be quenched because the Scripture tells us not to quench it. Don't, don't, Don't quench this Spirit. Don't stop the Spirit. You quench the Spirit, it's like you're suffocating. You're suffocating the body. The body's not breathing. The Spirit is that life breath in in the body of Christ. And just like the Spirit is what brings us life in this body, we need the Spirit of God. And when we quench the Spirit, it's like we're choking the body. Things are going to stop happening. Things that need to happen are going to stop happening if we quench the Spirit. Now, we can run and shout and leap and go all over the place. And that's great for us. We go out here exhausted, tired. Whew, wow. Boy, I tell you, I, I said it the other day. I said, I mean, we, we go out here with leg cramps. Or, you, know, our, we're, we're, you know, our our watches are going off because we've exceeded our steps for the day or something like that. We're, we've had some crazy explosive church and we're all like, whoo, yeah, yeah. But did anybody get healed? Was there any chains broke? Were there any prayers answered? Did anybody find the altar? Did anybody have their sins washed away? There's things that need to be getting done in the kingdom, and they're going to get done through the power of the Spirit, but we've got to know what power is that. And so this dunamis needs an energy source. And that's why Paul said in Galatians 5 and 6: For in Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter whether you're a Jew or Gentile, it's, it's not about that. It's, but it's your faith that worketh by love or agape, the love of God. When the Holy Ghost came, when God poured out his spirit in Jerusalem, it came with the sound of a rushing mighty wind. They were cloven tongues of fire, people speaking in other tongues. And that's what happens here. We start worshiping. Man, it gets, there's a noise of, of Holy Ghost-filled people speaking in tongues and worshiping and shouting. But we can't forget all the other things and the other things that the Scripture says about the Holy Ghost. You know, God has not changed. He said, I'm the Lord, I change not. So he, he did not change. His spirit did not change. And so we wonder sometimes where are the miracles, where are the signs, what's going on? And, and like I said, we see these 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 revivals that are happening, and, and I hope they just keep popping up like wildfires everywhere because it, it's going to catch on. It's got to start somewhere. And and, and it, it doesn't bother me that it didn't start in an apostolic church somewhere. It do not bother me uh, where it starts. Just... Start burning. Holy Ghost and fire. Just let it start burning. And and it's the Spirit. If if they'll keep going, it'll lead them into truth. That's what the Spirit does. We just we need to be there to, to help. But so God hasn't changed. But but how do we where are we gonna see these miracles? Because we don't need any more education. No, we we we've 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 studied, we've read, we know the word, we know the scripture, we've done that. It's not about education or our knowledge. It's it's not about our doctrine, we've got that. We we know the doctrine, we know what we believe. But it's, it's got to be in just simply learning to unlock what we have. Learning how to walk and move and live in the spirit. And living in the spirit is more than just speaking in tongues. How, how, you think, Pastor, you're against that? No, I'm not against that. But, but, I, but I'll tell you what I am against. I'm against that being the only evidence of the Holy Ghost in your life. Amen. That can't be the only evidence that you've got the Spirit. There needs to be some fruit of the Spirit. And guess what? In, in the fruit of the Spirit, it's not even listed. Other tongues, not even listed as a fruit. It is evidence. But it's not the fruit, so we've got to have it. Here's what Paul said in Romans five about the Holy Ghost. He said, "Hope maketh not ashamed, because the love or the agape of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost." So we receive the dunamis and we receive the agape. Well, God is love. God is agape. So that ought to be obvious to us but you can have that you can receive that power and speak in tongues and quench the agape well, I know some mean people that speak in tongues <laughs> don't you <laughs> come on now so so i am tell you the, the, there's a quenching there that people quench the agape of God. But he said, the love of God, the agape of God, is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Now, if it's in my heart, as I think in my heart, that's how I ought to be. The things of my life proceed out of my heart. Out of the heart are the issues of life. So God is saying, "I'm, I'm doing something with your life when I fill you with the Holy Ghost. I'm not just giving you, you know, when you go to, if you work a job, like I I used to work, I had tools that I used. Well, I didn't carry those tools home. I didn't ride around with them only in the car, but when I got to work, you know, I got my tools out. When I went into the job, strapped on the tools, there it was. And, And that's not what the Holy Ghost is. It's not something you strap on as you head into Sunday morning service. Yeah? No. This is a life change. This is when God fills us with the Spirit, it's changing our life. We become something else. We become His. We're adopted. We become the Son. The Spirit itself bears witness that we are the sons and daughters of God. We're we're His children. And, And that's who I am all the time now. And so I don't want to quench the Spirit of God because God has called us to labor, to work with Him to be part of the body and how can I be ready if I'm quenching the spirit? You know, there's a lot of people will grab you, pray for you and speak in tongues and nothing happens because it ain't the tongue talking that makes it happen. It's not. Faith worketh by love. The agape When we receive the Holy Ghost, when we get his divine nature, his inherited ability that can fix, heal, or do anything that that, uh, he needs to do, that's why, again, Paul can say, I can do all things through Christ because I've got the Spirit of Christ in me. I can do all things. But now that we're filled with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost now works in us to manifest, distribute, and demonstrate the love of God in us. We're not here just to show the miracle working power of God because people can receive a miracle and not even be changed in their life. I've seen people brought back from the brink of death because saints prayed over them, but it didn't change their life. I've seen it. But we're supposed to Show the love of God. The second part of the, the greatest commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. Everything else hangs on the first on these first two commandments. Love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and, and then your neighbor as yourself. Everything hangs on that stuff. Everything flows from agape, flows from love. And so having explosive miracle working power, having Access to that or having access to the inherent ability of God will never accomplish anything. It won't do anything. You can't make it work without the agape. Yeah. If you quench the love, there's nothing power in it. Faith worketh by love. Jeff Arnold said this in a book of his that I was reading. He said, the Holy Ghost is the dispenser of the love of God in us. Why? Because if love doesn't govern us, we are wicked people with powerful weapons. Yeah, now, think about it. Oh, that's why I said, don't you know mean people that speak in tongues? I do. I know people that can speak in tongues and will lie on you, will stab you in the back, will gossip about you, will hate you. The love of God is in us, shed. Abroad in our hearts through the Holy Ghost. And now we're supposed to be shedding it abroad to the world. We don't need to be trying to do a different action than the Holy Ghost does. If the Holy Ghost is here to shed abroad the love of God, what should the vessels that are filled with the Holy Ghost be doing? And how are we going to get anything done without it? Because I got faith. But if you don't have love, your faith don't work. Because faith works by love. I can't change that. You can't change that. You don't get to get an alternate power source for faith. Faith worketh by love. So we receive the dunamis. And Ephesians 3 and 20 says it's according to the dunamis. And all that God is, the Savior, the Deliverer, the Healer, the Helper, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, everything that he is, all those things, that's who he is. We get that. But it's what he is first that everything flows from. First John 4, 7, and 8 says this. Let us love one another, agape one another, because we receive that. He said if you got that, then use it. Right? You got the Holy Ghost? You know what came with it? Agape. It did not come loveless. It came to you because he loves you. It came from love. And so so let us agape one another because we have received it. It's it's a strange thing that you mean you're, you're filled with the Holy Ghost but you can't love each other? Because the love's there. It came with the Spirit. So for agape is of God and everyone that loveth or agape is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not, if you don't show that, you don't know God. For God is love. First and foremost, we love him because he first loved us. God is love. And everything else that he is flows from that. Everything else that he does flows from that. God is always uh, doing things because he loves us. That's why in Galatians 5 and 22, the fruit of the spirit is love. I don't even think I gave you that. But, But from love, that's the first thing. For the fruit of the spirit is love. Or agape, number one. And then joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. All these things flow from love. That's why love is listed first. Love is the power that moves. Everything God does, God is a spirit. And everything God does, he does it because he's motivated by love. Deuteronomy 7, 7 and 8, he told his people. He said, the reason that I'm going to do these things, the Lord did not send his love upon you or choose you because you're more number than any people for you are the fewest of all people. But because the Lord loved you, that's why he keeps the oath that he swore and that's the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand redeemed you. That's why God did what he did. He did it because he loves you. In Jeremiah 31 and 3 he said, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Everything he does from love. That's what the spirit is. Love. And so I can't go trying to work for the kingdom without love. I'm just another uh, non-profit organization if I do that. And and that's not what we're about. Friend, we are kingdom-minded people. We have been filled with the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost brings that love with it. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts through the Holy Ghost. Man, there ain't nothing more strange to me than a loveless saint. Someone to meet people that can quote scripture, live tight and right, but man, don't love nobody. Just spiteful, sour, Ugly, mean, just whew, just what, man, what did you get? Send it back and ask for a refund and come to somewhere where you can get the real thing because when you get the real thing, the Holy Ghost, man, ah, how are you going to live in a world that's, that's, that has no love unless you got love? How are you going to keep putting up with people? Yeah, yeah, because you know what? We got to put up with people, live with people, help people. But how are you going to do it without the love of God? That's, you know, some, some, uh, you don't want to just have dry actions, have no love behind them. People people see right through that stuff. Because there's some other thing motivating you. Well, I'm going to do that so I can get a, a, a couple of likes on Facebook or I'm going to do that so people will think I'm a good person. But you know, if, you, if you're doing it for your ego, for your pride, for your pocketbook or any other thing like that, it, it's just dry. People are going to see through that. It won't last and it won't, it won't produce nothing. But when it's done through love, man, they, that now unto him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly Above all I ask or think according to the dunamis or the power that worketh in me. It works in me because of the love that came with it. We don't need any more new, we don't need no new scriptures, no new revelations. God gave us everything that we needed. He said, just use what I gave you. Just use what I gave you. When I gave you the Holy Ghost, I gave you everything that you needed. I did not give you a car without a key. I didn't give you a car without a battery. But listen, he said, but I gave you the power for miracles, signs, and wonders and the ability, the the inherited ability of, of what the Spirit does and it works through the love that came with it. You would not buy a brand new car Shelby GT 500 800 and something horsepower and take the battery out of it you know what I like this car but I hate that battery well I hope you got it home first because you ain't going nowhere without it now it don't go nowhere as powerful as that car is it's held captive without the power source it's got that and it's great and as powerful and wonderful as the Spirit of God is and how it, it just rides over us and gives us goosebumps and makes us feel good and gets us excited gets us happy, it doesn't accomplish anything without the love. It can shake you till you lose 10 pounds. You can sweat through your suit and run up a big dry cleaning bill with it. Oh, there's all kind of stuff. You can, you can just put on a show and all it did was affect you But when the love of God's in it, it'll do more than just jump around. It'll speak a word of truth. It'll speak a word of faith because with the Holy Ghost come the nine gifts of the Spirit. With the Holy Ghost comes the fruit of the Spirit. And that's what's reaching the world. Paul said, it wasn't my enticing words, but it was a demonstration of the Spirit. And that didn't mean Paul went in there and was, was just setting off bombs, Holy Ghost bombs in the place. But lives were being changed. Yes. It was some of the greatest stuff you read about Paul is that he was turning people into ministers. Yes. He was transformed into evangelists and was sending them out. He was building churches and, and had people that were laboring and working. And uh, man, it, it wasn't just about the miracle signs of wonders he was doing. There ain't no greater miracle sign of wonder than the help somebody's life be changed but why did it, why was it so effective when Jesus was here he said the things I've done you're going to do in greater some of the greatest things he ever did was just love people man I hadn't prayed for nobody dead yet and they got up well maybe that's because you ain't supposed to we, we, you there's know, some people think well if I went into the, the funeral home and prayed for somebody they didn't get out of the coffin I must not have nothing Well, Jesus prayed for dead people and they got up. Yeah, well, you know what? Maybe he's already got them. He's like, I ain't sending them back. You know, but some of the greatest things that he ever did was love people. To say, neither do I condemn you. Yeah, to to show them compassion, To, to sit with people that nobody else would sit with to talk to people that nobody else would talk with, to lay hands on people that nobody else would touch. He wasn't worried about touching a leper. What's going on in his life ain't going to affect him. Look, you can't make God unholy, but he can make you holy. And and so we can pray for people and love people and encourage people and teach people. Some of the greatest uh, things you read about him was where he was, you know, in... Uh, Matthew just that great those, all those chapters of him just teaching and telling people about the kingdom of God preaching the gospel yeah. Where they, well, oh I got to feed a multitude give me a couple of fish it ain't what happened you know you're not going to call 10,000 people out to your farm somewhere and say hey I got two biscuits and two chicken tenders we all fix need. eat Ain't happening, unless you're first in line. But, boy, if you stood up and said, I want to tell all 10,000 of you that God loves you and that there's a way out of this world, that you can repent of your sins, be baptized in Jesus' name. And be filled with the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and your children all that far off. And, And God can change that wrecked life and he can break those chains of addiction and God can love you and sustain you and comfort you. And now you're acting just like Jesus. And who knows, you might just lay hands on them and God heal them like that because the gift of faith and the gift of miracles comes with it. But you know why that doesn't work sometimes? The energy source is not there. For God so loved the world, loved, that He gave. If the Lord loves you, He'll chasten you. He does everything through love. So faith works by love. Without the agape, nothing follows. That's the fruit of the Spirit. Love. So without love, nothing follows. The word worketh in that scripture, faith worketh by love, is energy. It translates to energy. So the faith we need for the miraculous is energized by love, agape, which we receive from the Holy Ghost when it comes to us, the dunamis. uh, The power is the agape that works in us. Can I tell you this today? You don't need more power because the Holy Ghost don't lose power. You don't have to charge the Holy Ghost like you charge your phone. That's right. uh, uh, a, like I said before, you can have uh, uh, some kind of great machine that's very powerful. Just take the battery out of it. Your house has got all kind of things that run off power. Ovens, you know, washing machines, dishwashers. your your irons, whatever it is, all all these things, televisions, things, whatever you've got, computers, all that, go cut the power off at your house. Nothing works. It's there. Oh, it'd be wonderful if it was, if I could use it, but you can't. Don't you hate when the power goes out of your house? Ah, no internet, can't check Facebook, can't do anything, got nothing, you know, all these things, your computers, you right in the middle of Power goes out, boom, computer shut off, you just lost everything. It's just it's frustrating, it's aggravating. The computer is there. You ought to be able to use it, but you can't because there's no power. And the Holy Ghost is here, but we're not using it. And it's not because He didn't give it, and it's not because we didn't receive it. It's because we've quenched it. And we have not unlocked it. We have knowledge, we have doctrine, we have we know how to have church, we have faith, but something is draining our power. We cannot let the condition of the world today dictate who we are. Jesus said it would be a danger in the last day. In Matthew 24 and 12, he said, Because iniquity shall abound, the love or the agape of many shall wax cold. Well, who's got the agape? Born again, Holy Ghost filled people. He said, But the world is going to be in such a shape That they're overwhelmed. There's nothing we can do to turn the tide. Oh, Samson could take a jawbone and whoop a thousand. You're going to tell me that us, a church filled with the Holy Ghost, can't turn the tide of our city, of our schools, of our homes, of my own life? God didn't give you the Holy Ghost so you could be a miserable wreck. He gave the Holy Ghost so things could change in your life. And listen, when things are getting rebuilt, it's a process. Don't get me wrong. It's a process. But don't ever discount the power of the, oh, I got the Holy Ghost, I can talk in tongues. You got the Holy Ghost, you can be better. You got the Holy Ghost, you can be changed. You got the Holy Ghost, you can be free. So don't, don't let the things happen in, in the world, cause your agape to wax cold. I know I gotta, I gotta hustle a couple of minutes. Three times in the scripture, we're told to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, strength. Three times we're told to love our neighbor as ourselves, and 20 times we're told to love one another. It's Pretty evident that we need to be loving each other, that we need to be letting the love. I'm not talking about romantic love or friendship love, those kind of things, or family love. That's mentioned in Scripture too. I'm talking about agape. John 13, 35, Jesus said, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have agape one to another. You've got to have love for one another. And that love is the energy of our faith. And so if faith without works is dead, it could be a lack of agape. You can even, I believe it. But where's your love at? You got nothing to power that faith. And so if if we don't have the love of God, uh, the world's gonna know it because we'll be just like them. But when we have it, they feel it, drawn to it. If I be lifted up, I draw all men, Jesus said. Asking for prayer, asking, what's what is it? what, what do you got? Love should be the motivator for everything we do. Love for him, what did he say? He said, it all hangs on these two, love for him and love for our neighbors. Everything else hangs on that. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Well, if you're praying that, you better have the love to back it up because you can't work for the kingdom without the love. In Jude chapter one, or Jude one, Jude, I don't know if he even has one, it's just Jude, 20, 20 through 22, He said, but beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So you're going to be praying in love. Keep uh, keep yourself in the agape of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life, and of some have compassion making a difference. Hmm. Keep yourselves in the agape of love and have compassion. Many times when Jesus would do a miracle in someone's life, and said he would have compassion on them. He had compassion on them. Having compassion making a difference because compassion ain't nothing. It won't make a difference without agape, without love. Compassion without love is nothing. It's nothing. It's false. It's fake. It's dry. It's empty. It doesn't do anything. And so then you go back. And I'm, I'm getting ready to close, honey, if you want to come on to the music of Ephesians uh, chapter 3. We'll go back and see uh, what he said just before verse 20. In verse 17, well, let me get to where I'm at, 17. He said, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Well, We know the Holy Ghost is shed abroad in our heart. Uh, the love of God is through the Holy Ghost. So Christ dwell in our hearts by faith that you may be, that ye being rooted and grounded in agape. Now, if you're rooted and grounded in that, you know that the root systems of a tree are fed by what it's grounded in. So I'm being fed by that. So it's it should, so everything, if the soil is bad, the, the tree's gonna show evidence of it. Either the fruit will be bad or there'll be no fruit at all. And so when I am rooted in that love and grounded in that love, I'm fed through that And So then everything else should be evident so that uh, you may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, depth, and height and know the love of Christ that passes knowledge that, you, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God more than talking in tongues before I ever spoke in other tongues I would feel the spirit of the Lord and man I'd hair stand up on my arms I'd feel like electricity was running over me I, I felt it many times but something happened when I was filled with it it's what's inside that makes you who you are. And now, unto him that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the dunamis, the power that worketh in us, because we're rooted and grounded in the agape. Ah, that's what I want. I don't want to just have a knowledge but not have that fullness. I don't want to just know about him, but not have that fullness. You can stand with me this morning. There are two scriptures that uh, we as we pray and we, we mention many times in James 5 and 16 he wrote the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much in other words uh, it, it can do much but to give a little substance a little more substance to that, to that scripture because Many times we're praying. It was like we think, well, uh, fervent means you know, uh, fiery or uh, but uh, like hot, passionate, and maybe it could apply to that. But it also means uh, evident. So the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. But Peter said this in 1 Peter four and eight. And above all things, have fervent charity or agape if you see the word charity in the New Testament it's agape it's it's not listed as anything else charity is always listed as agape so Peter said above everything else have fervent or evident charity among yourselves that's why the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much because it's powered by love You want to end your prayer frustrations, check your love level because faith worketh by love. Praise God. Aren't you thankful for the power of the Holy Ghost?